0: Mr. Pop,
1: I am begging, begging anyone that can hear us to save us from dying, if anybody out there is listening to us, we are dying, and you are killing us with the inefficiency and the bureaucracy.
2: The first pictures now coming in from Puerto Rico after taking a direct hit. Hurricane Maria slamming into the island and as you heard, one official saying, the island is destroyed. Maria is the first category four to hit there in nearly a century. 150 mile an hour winds, ripping buildings apart, knocking out power everywhere. All of the electricity is out tonight. People ordered to stay inside until at least tomorrow amid fears of more massive flooding to come. And the satellite image tonight showing Maria's massive size, dwarfing the island, no part of it was spared.
3: Well, I think Puerto Rico was uh, incredibly successful. And I actually think uh, it was one of the best jobs that's ever been done with respect to what this is all about. I think that Puerto Rico was an incredible, unsung success. The government of Puerto Rico will have to work with us to determine how this massive rebuilding effort will be funded and organized and what we will do with the tremendous amount of existing debt already on the island. If
1: anybody out there is listening to us, we are
4: dying. Well, we all know what happened next. This Caribbean island and unincorporated U.S. territory of 3.3 million American citizens, American citizens, went without electricity, clean drinking water, communications, and adequate shelter for nearly a year following Hurricane Maria, with many communities still in need and perhaps never fully recovering. Compare that with the US government's response to any other natural disaster to hit the mainland. You can't, not even in the same universe. The sad, brutal truth is that the US government has a long, shameful history of unimaginable abuses against Puerto Ricans, beginning with its invasion and bombing of the island in 1898. It's a legacy of physical, psychological, and economic warfare, torture, and subjugation that resonates on through today. Puerto Rico's current humanitarian and pre-existing $123 billion financial crisis simply par for the sinister course of U.S. imperialism and colonialism. The disgraceful U.S. government response to Hurricane Maria and sick, twisted revisionist history of President Donald Trump denying the horrific deaths of thousands of people in its wake are merely the latest glimpses into how little Uncle Sam has regarded and how poorly it has treated Puerto Rico and its inhabitants for the last 120 years. Shedding much-needed light on all of this is activist, journalist, and former 2008 Green Party U.S. vice presidential candidate Rosa Clemente.
1: Puerto Ricans can't vote for the president of the United States but we're still subjected to the laws of the United States government.
4: Author, filmmaker, and former New York State Assemblyman Nelson Dennis.
2: Puerto Rico is a uh, is an enigma to the United States because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas but what happens in Puerto Rico never happened at all. And
4: Ed Morales, a journalist, author, poet, an adjunct professor at Columbia University's Center for the Study of Ethnicity and Race.
0: Right now, Puerto Rico is is a colony. You know, it's defined as an unincorporated territory of the U.S. and it doesn't really have control over the ability to develop its own economy and it's merely an appendage of the U.S. economy. Help it translate these insights and largely untold history into original lyrics, is
4: Bronx-based educator, filmmaker, and hip-hop artist, Inticana. Me, I'm Manny Faces, the producer and host of Newsbeat. And this is the truth about Puerto Rico, a U.S. colony.
1: Puerto Rico in 1898 was invaded by the United States of America under the premise of the sinking of a naval ship that started the Spanish-American War. And at this time, both Puerto Rico and Cuba were fighting for their independence. And there was a lot of cross-internationalism already. Because of that freedom struggle that was happening between those Caribbean nations, both islands should have been essentially free from Spanish rule. For a very short time, Puerto Rico was. But then in 1898, it is invaded by the United States. Immediately, Puerto Rico, from that moment to now, has been a colony of the United States. I just don't think people understand that history. I always think of the United States of America as being ashamed that it still has a colony, or at least how America is supposed to look worldwide. Puerto Ricans in 1917 were forced to become American citizens because that American citizenship was imposed on Puerto Ricans. And some people fought that back by either uh, protesting or, you know, taking up arms to fight that back. But that's how Puerto Ricans become United States citizens in 1917. That's the beginning of World War I. And the other reason that that American citizenship was imposed was to draft more men into the war. Even before Puerto Rico was invaded by the United States, there was an independence movement to free Puerto Rico from Spain. And then post that, there's always been an independence movement that has fought to make sure that Puerto Rico becomes what it should be, an independent nation. There's been a lot of repression from the United States government in a lot of different ways to stop that independence movement. But ever since the United States invaded us, there hasn't not been people who don't want the island to be free and will fight for it, but I think the general sentiment of all Puerto Ricans, if you understand our history and United States colonialism, is that we should be free. The Puerto Rico Constitution, is that's what governs us, but the United States can always override the Puerto Rican Constitution. Puerto Ricans can't vote for the president of the United States, but we're still subjected to the laws of the United States government. So people all often think about Puerto Ricans don't pay certain taxes. But then sales tax in Puerto Rico, like right now, is almost 12%. So the taxes or that we pay are astronomically high anyway. The thing is, even in like geopolitics of Latin America, Puerto Rico doesn't fit in because we're not part of the geopolitical spectrum of Latin America because we're a colony of the United States. But then we don't have any representation in the United States government because on top of not being able to vote for the president, we also don't have Congress or senators that sit in the United States House of Representatives. We have a shadow Congress representative who can only be there when debate is happening, but can't even be in the room when votes happen, even though that person can't vote anyway. People talk about disenfranchisement of voters and always leave out 2.5 million people on the island that can't vote.
5: When Hurricane Maria hit, my heart fell to pieces quick It felt like an amoeba split Mitosis, neurosis, psychopath president Negligent, and sensitive. but what's expected from a devil speaking with no censorship Definitely prejudice, but more than that the lesson is Peep the repression a question questioning unhealthy ethics My grandfather fought in war for the regiment 65th Infantry, World War II veteran The sentiment's unsettling, the message is depressing When your only weapon is a hand bowled up in a deadly fist the US Navy bombed us to form the arms Then the army corps fought to form a 92 mile long Gas pipeline straight across the island South to North, route on course They just keep on firing, the shit is tiring They lifting iron, we but I ain't them After all I've been through, my lighting deal El pueblo está muerto, está desierto, un deseo Dame un momento, lo siento, necesito tiempo No tengo miedo, ahora te veo, mi cielo El diablo es feo, lo siento, el pueblo está muerto, está desierto, dame un momento.
2: Puerto Rico is, a, uh, is an enigma to the United States because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but what happens in Puerto Rico never happened at all. The United States controls Puerto Rico's banking system, court system, currency, defense, uh, environmental protections judicial codes. All the federal agencies of the United States have a jurisdiction, concurrent and dominant jurisdiction whenever whenever there's any, any conflict. Uh, U.S. controls Puerto Rico's shipping, pricing structure, customs, tariffs, duties, taxes, I can go on and on. The devaluation of the Puerto Rican currency by 40%, which caused a lot of people to starve and, and die. The expropriation of Puerto Rico's land such that by ni- within 30 years, close to 80%, three quarters of a, of a Puerto Rico's farmland was owned by U.S. corporations. The denial of a minimum wage. The imposition of U.S. citizenship one month before World War One, exactly one month, from March 2 to April 2, so that 18,000 Puerto Ricans could be conscripted and go fight in World War One, shoot and get shot at. The gag law, which made it a felony punishable by 10 years to say a word, sing a song, any utterance, owning a flag, anything in favor of independence or uh, against the United States. The Bonse Massacre where people with unarmed walking on Palm Sunday in favor of independence were were gunned down and 17 men, women, and children were killed. And over 200 went to the hospital. The Rio Piedras massacre where the chief of police of Puerto Rico, E. Francis Rigg, murdered three nationalists and a poor guy buying a lottery ticket as an innocent bystander. And then he called the press and he says, well, we're declaring if you guys are going to instigate, we're going to have a war against all Puerto Ricans. The mass sterilization of specifically the, La Operacion, where they tie the tubes without telling them, without informed consent of close to 100,000 women, but then the pill that was tested on many hundreds of thousands of women, and they had medical consequences, and some of those were undisclosed clinical trial studies on two generations of Puerto Rican women. The way that they irradiated certain prisoners, especially Albizu Campos, and they called it TBI, Total Body irradiation, which they denied. And they called Albizu Campos the king of the towels because he was putting cold, wet towels on his body to protect himself from the radiation. In other words, the torture and slow burning of the leadership of Puerto Rican leaders, the leadership on the island. Bombing of two towns in broad daylight, Hayuya and Utuado. The arrest of 3,000 Puerto Ricans in the space of a week after the Hayuya uprising, the mobilizing of 5,000 troops to effectuate the, uh, those arrests, the killings of Filiberto Ojeda Rios by the FBI, where they let him bleed to death, the assassination of two people at Cerro in the mountain of Cerro Maravilla, which the FBI then tried to, to, to cover up, the um, constant beating down of anyone literally the physical beating down of people that tried to not work for starvation wages in the farms of, of Puerto Rico for, for decades, especially in the in the 20s and 30s and the uh, psychological violence that's done on, on people when they are misled, fooled deceived into thinking that they' that they're free when they've actually been coerced into this relationship with the United States which now results in the current day violence of having, a financial control board, glomming itself and exercising jurisdiction over the entire economy of Puerto Rico, cutting pensions, closing schools, closing hospitals, basically a credit collection agency for hedge funds and just a vehicle for creating a more, a greater division of wealth, making people move. That's a violence because people die when their pensions are cut and they can't get health care. So it's just a, a continuum. And there's some high points of violence and you see them very clearly, but there's the, the underlying violence that exists all throughout. And that's maybe the more powerful one. It's a violence predicated on ignorance and misdirection and propaganda up here in the United States so that people don't know what's being done in Puerto Rico for the last century. They let Beto
5: bleed to death. So many web FBI crap left about 100 shots at his rest. Hands on his chest, couldn't stop the blood flow Suffocating blood, traveling through the lungs slow Grito de lares, resisting all the conquests Betances, sacrifice, unity, the process Gracias al Bisu, Lelolita teach you about Puerto Rico Our flag was illegal, the gag law, task force Pulling out our passports, hands on the dashboard Face on the asphalt, anytime we ask for freedom We just get bashed more, flash on the camcord But let us just fast forward past the massacres, they asking us to pass it on. it's asinine, they yelling, telling you to get your ass in line, That's why you always see us go all out in a parade, even when it rains, cause I'll probably be race. el pueblo esta muerto, esta desierto, un deseo, dame un momento, lo siento, necesito tiempo, no tengo miedo, ahora te veo, mi cielo, el diablo es feo, lo siento, el pueblo esta muerto. It's a desert, give Roofs peeled from buildings, debris
3: flying. Structures collapsing, up to 30 inches of rain in some areas engulfing whole neighborhoods.
0: You see the, the buildings being, you know, rocked and the vegetation being stripped, you know, the whole the images of the trees looking like, you know, splintered matchsticks.
3: The emergency management director saying the entire island is destroyed. Many of these homes not built to withstand any hurricane, let alone a Category 4.
0: It looked like a forest fire went through it and just destroyed everything. You know, and then the other dramatic thing was the electrical poles being knocked over and just a lot of exposed electrical wires everywhere on roads, everywhere.
3: Emergency management now confirms 100% of Puerto Rico now without power. Everywhere you look, down power lines like these, which stretch right across the expressway.
0: The lack of communication took a strong psychological toll that I think still is being felt. I'm sure you saw the footage. You know, Trump said, look, uh, there hardly, you know, there was all you who died in Katrina. And how many are here, you know.
3: And Mick Mulvaney is here, right there. And Mick is uh, in charge of a thing called budget. Now, I hate to tell you, Puerto Rico, but you've thrown our budget a little out of whack. Because we've spent a lot of money on Puerto Rico, and that's fine. We've saved a lot of lives. If you look at the... uh, Every death is a horror. But if you look at... A real catastrophe like Katrina, and you look at the tremendous hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that died, and you look at what happened here with really a storm that was just totally overpowering. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. Now what is your what is your death count as oh, of this moment? Seventeen? Sixteen Sixteen people certified. Sixteen people versus in the thousands. Uh, you can be very proud of all of your people, all of our people working together, 16 versus literally thousands of people. Uh, You can be very proud, everybody around this table and everybody watching can really be very proud of what's taken place in Puerto Rico.
0: And there's a lot of journalism that has revealed that he probably knew at the time that it was much larger and they didn't want to say anything. Because of these things, all these people trapped in homes, perhaps living on devices that required electricity, um, not having access to uh, medication. There's also like a, a lot of contaminated water that happened um, where they got that uh, leptrosis, I think, uh, disease, bacteria in the water. A lot of people uh, suffered from that. And people who had on the edge medical conditions like heart problems or diabetes, the stress, but also lack of medication. You know, that probably killed a lot of those. The
1: study estimates Puerto Rico's death toll from Hurricane Maria could be more than seventy times, 70 higher, times, times. higher than reported. The study estimates more than forty-six hundred people died, but the official government death toll is just sixty-four. The mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, spoke to our David Begnaud. These people were killed by the neglect of two governments. One, the Trump administration, that was very dismissive of the value of our lives, and two, those in Puerto Rico that favored political positioning, rather than telling the truth.
0: So that it was a cover-up, and it was all enabled by the fact that there was very little uh, communication. The lack of communication really traumatized people. It's a kind of an overlook, you know, with all of the terrible stuff that happened, People dying in that way, people drowning uh, in floods, people dying from uh, diseases they got from the water, people not having access to uh, food and water, you know, all that terrible stuff. One thing that I think really permeated and affected everybody, even, you know, and and it's, it's really important because I think the effects, I think it's a big wound. Everything was so callous, you know, the paper towel tossing, you know.
3: So we did a great job because we really did a good job. I mean, one example, they had these beautiful soft towels, very soft good towels. towels, very good towels. And there was a crowd of a lot of people screaming and they were loving everything. Mm-hmm. Beautiful soft towels. And we right. were I was having fun. They were having fun. They said, throw them to me, throw them to me, Mr. President. So the next day they said, oh, it was so disrespectful to the people. It was just a made up. The cheering Thanks. was incredible.
1: You were they, a rock star. I saw oh, the crazy. video of it. It, it was so- crazy.
3: The cheering was it was
1: definitely
0: the it was crazy. The thing is everyone in Puerto Rico knows that the response was really bad. In the frontline report that came out, which is an excellent documentary, they gave precise figures. The response in terms of manpower, slash manpower, power, um, dollars spent, mobilization of forces, available supplies was, you know, was like one third of what was in Houston and in South Florida. And people there are very aware of it.
5: Nine days into the disaster, federal officials had handed out on average twice as much water and more than four times as many meals and tarps in Houston and Florida.
0: Right now, Puerto Rico is, you know, it's defined as an unincorporated territory of the U.S., and it doesn't really have control over the ability to develop its own economy, and it's merely an appendage of the U.S. economy. Right now, Puerto Rico is is a colony.
5: Puerto Rico's still a colony, it's called illegal robbery Enslavement indicating possession like an apostrophe Invest in agriculture, avoid the stomach ulcers Toxic like sulfur, well we need our solar Panels more than flannel so I'm planning for the posers Doesn't feel the same when the prey hunts the poacher The more I learn I'm so hurt, so I got a soul search Like raising in the sun, my father was a chauffeur Before my first show I knew I had a chauffeur Sweating in a soaked shirt, in the field like a gopher Toxic waste in the water. Who's the murderer? The one pulling the trigger or the one giving the order? What do you know about your history? What it took for us to get here? What's it mean to be independent? What's in store for our descendants? If we really want freedom, these demons we expel To liberate a nation, first we must free ourselves El pueblo está muerto, Muerto. está desierto, un deseo Dame un momento, lo siento, necesito tiempo No tengo miedo, ahora te veo mi cielo, el diablo es feo Lo siento, el pueblo está muerto Está desierto Dame un momento El pueblo está muerto muerto, Está desierto, un deseo Dame un momento, lo siento Necesito tiempo, no tengo miedo Ahora te veo, mi cielo El diablo es feo Lo siento, el pueblo está muerto Está desierto
4: dame un momento man wow powerful powerful stuff this is newsbeat podcast producer and host Manny faces once again everyone thank you for listening Uh, As always, Newsbeat is brought to you by Mori Creative Studios, a growth-driven, New York-based HubSpot partner agency helping companies leverage the HubSpot platform to achieve sustainable digital growth. Check them out at moricreative.com and grow for good. Now, obviously, Puerto Rico is still very much embroiled in the ongoing humanitarian and economic crisis left, not just from the apocalyptic devastation of Hurricane Maria... The omnipresent catastrophic toll of U.S. imperialism and colonialism will be for a long, long time coming, and the people there still desperately need assistance. To learn more about Puerto Rico and how you can help, check out Rosa Clemente's website at rosaclemente.net. And also visit pronthemap.com, a team of Puerto Rican and Latinx journalists, videographers, and media professionals, including Rosa, who've uh, been on the ground there telling Puerto Ricans unreported stories. We consider Nelson Dennis's book, War Against All Puerto Ricans, Revolution and Terror in America's Colony, a mandatory prerequisite for everyone, especially those interested in learning the brutal facts left out of U.S. history textbooks. Grab it on Amazon, uh, waragainstallpuertoricans.com, and learn more at Nelson Dennis, that's Nelson, D-E-N-I-S, dot WordPress, dot com. Ed Morales covers Puerto Rico and a wide range of issues from New York City politics and police brutality to grassroots activism in the Latino arts and music scene for a variety of publications, including The Nation, The Guardian, The New York Times, and many more. His latest book, Latinx, The New Force in American Politics and Culture, recently published by Verso Books and available on LatinXBook.com, is a must-read, as are his others living in Spanglish and the Latin beat from rumba to rock. His next, due out next fall on Nation Books, is tentatively titled Fantasy Island, Colonialism, Exploitation, and the Betrayal of Puerto Rico. Order them on Amazon and check out edmorales.net to learn more. Now there are plenty of other groups and non-profit organizations out there trying to address the horrific conditions of Puerto Rico and save lives. Instead of rattling off a partial list here, I'd recommend going to charitynavigator.org, check out their missions, and and find one or several to support. To hear more extraordinary art from our musical guest for this episode, Intikana, and to check out some of his other hip-hop, spoken word, film, and educational projects, visit intikana.net. I-N-T-I-K-A-N-A. Once again, I'm Manny Faces. Thank you for listening to Newsbeat. There's a full-blown traditional cover story accompanying this podcast episode, along with extended guest and musical artist bios and much more on usnewsbeat.com. Our unique blend of social justice journalism and original hip-hop is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. So if you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, please consider contributing to the cause at usnewsbeat.com support. Subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. For more on Puerto Rico and so many other critical topics and issues demanding attention and change, visit us at usnewsbeat.com. As always, one love, power to the people. Be out.